Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 119. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. I believe we left off. You were on your way to Lee June's, having sorted some things out with Frank, and you agreed to help out Jimmy with some mechanical issues. Did you agree to help out in the the liberation of the planet as well? Yes, in the sense of providing like the sensor sweeps and things like that. Yes. The support with the ship craft. We did not agree that we would be Marines charging somewhere on the ground. Correct. I mean, Lily might have, but Imogen was doing negotiating. <laughs> Lily's like, sure, anything for you, Jimmy. Yep. <laughs> and we were going to be paid in goods and services. That is correct. Stetman, he's no Rory. That is the kind way of summarizing what Jimmy said. Yes. Okay, but right now, you were headed to Lee June's. It was probably early evening or something. Yes, because once again, just like the first time we met Lee June, Lily has a science project for Lee June. <laughs> it's this time, funny. not attached to a Zerg. That I know about. <laughs> okay, you got all your groceries already, I think. So you skip out of town. Yeah, I don't think we needed to do anything else. No, we already acquired all the ammunition and items that she wanted. Okay. And we already got Frank situated. Sorry, Mervyn. Mervyn. As he goes by now. Right. Very good. Then you can arrive without any issue, because Lee June has a landing pad uh, at her place. You can call in, of course. The turrets do not gun you down. Well, that's a relief. Short game. You're done. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. She's actually there to greet you when you, like, open up your ship. Oh, that's right. With our 20 pounds of sugar. Yes. She's like. Haven't seen you in a while. I haven't, haven't seen anybody in a while. It's been great. <laughs> uh, but I understand you got some necessary supplies for me. I'm much, much obliged. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. Trying to make sure I secure my networks, process what information I can. But you know, it's getting harder and harder to come by intel these days. You haven't had any more problems with network break-ins, have you? Not that I've detected, but I'm not sure if that's better or worse. How about y'all? You're still still up, still moving. Why don't you come in for some fresh batch of sweet tea? I'm trying to think if we gave her one of our business cards last time. I think we probably did. I don't need to give her another one. Okay. Maybe just leave it in a prominent place on the, the tray. At Lee June's bed and breakfast. Is Lee June her full name? Yeah, I think or so. Or just her first name? Lee is her first name. Lee, okay. For I'm some really reason, sure. we just always call her by her full name. That is correct. Where do you want these supplies, Lee? Uh, she's... Like, directs you to, like, put some of these things in storage, bring some of them inside. Okay. Uh, and there was something about the ammunition that you had for her? It was that, there was a lot of it. Oh, yeah, there's a ton. Oh, yeah, I got a discount because of the... Because of the age. <laughs> the age. Because I got a senior citizen discount. That's right, that's what it was. It caused a, a flagging in your identity. Now, to be fair, you were buying them on behalf of a senior citizen. Yeah, I mean, so it's totally legit. I don't know, is Lee June that old? I thought she was in her 60s. Uh, she, do you ask her? I pictured her like in her 50s or 60s. Uh, no, now I can't but remember I... if I'm thinking of St. Mary. St. Maria 
She's definitely in her 60s. Okay. I think Lee Jun was younger than her. I think Lee Jun was in her 50s, probably. Yeah, I'm happy to pass the savings on to her. I don't need to tell her why, because, you know, Lily doesn't think. Yeah, I mean, she just asked you, like, well, what was the total? And she pays you back that number. Yeah. She's very, very grateful. Yeah, she inspects the ammunition. She's like, this has been real good. We were starting to get low. So have you been having more Zerg attacks than lately, or you just hadn't gotten restocked? Mainly, I just hadn't gotten restocked. There have been maybe a few more attacks recently than uh, had been over previous few years. I don't know if this is just a new level of Zerg we got to deal with, or Dominion is raising more of a ruckus out there, or, or what. I don't exactly have a lot of insight into Zerg intelligence, unfortunately. <laughs> Do you want a cool check? Yeah. I've got a radio right here to talk to the Queen of Blades. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about giving Snowball false intelligence, and I totally forgot about it. You know, sometimes you can't quite follow up on everything. How vigilant is Lee June? A red and a purple. I'll give you a blue die. She's not, she's certainly not expecting any, that you would have such a thing. I have failure with two advantages. Uh, so she mentions this, and there's like some sort of smirk or snark or snort from Imogen. I don't think it would be a smirk. Imogen's not cocky about having intelligence on the Zerg. I think it would be more of a nerve type thing, like being nervous. Okay. Like, no, it's, it's really hard to get intelligence on what the Zerg thinks they're doing. Okay. Look at how interesting the ends of my hair are. Yeah. <laughs> Just redo this braid again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she kind of looks at you. She pours you some more sweet tea. So y'all had some in- encounters with Zerg recently. Where's your little, uh, your little friend? Is he on the ship? Snowball? Yeah, that was his name. He's been awful agreeable lately. Staying locked up in your room that whole time. I left him on Tarsonis. You left him on Tarsonis? Do you mean you, like, forgot him and you're just now remembering? No, I found him a dad. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know Zerg had dads. I don't remember if I've told Legion. It was a hydralisk I knew. I guess Legion was vaguely aware of Spikey because Legion was present at the, oh. the Cerberus compound. Yeah. She didn't um, go inside with us, but she was there when we were leaving. Right. So she'd be, as I think, vaguely aware is the right. Do you remember Spikey? Uh... Which one? A lot of Zerg or Spiky. But you said it's this Hydralis fella. Yeah. Wait, I didn't tell you. I, I look at Imogen. No! Oh. He's with Spiky. He's with Spiky now. He's in a better place. Uh-huh. Teach him how to do Zergy things. You took him to upstate Tarsonis. He'll be happy there. <laughs> He's been adopted. Well, I suppose that's good. Did you observe any other unusual behavior from him he had some sort of shape shift in i recall um like what and did, did he learn any new shapes to shift into he tried i'm trying to turn into it a bush one time but it didn't go well does he have more or less regenerative powers did he show any aggression aggression from snowball no but regenerative powers he did take some hits and he recovered quite quickly from them quickly like five minutes or quickly like five hours Probably more like five hours. We were kind of busy that day. All right. That's, that's about, about typical for Zerg then, I think. Hmm. But wait, what were you doing on Tarsonis? Were you part of that Dominion whatever nonsense? Show? Yes. Imogen got drafted. Imogen got drafted? She kind of like looks you up and down and be like, man, they are scraping for soldiers. I would say I. The very appropriate word for it is that Dominion show, as we were there with the cameras for UNN. Oh, you know what? Like, like she flicks 
one of her like many screens. Pan Terran Force. Yeah, and like that report comes on. Durian's picture is plastered all over the TV screens. Imogen is really only the, like, just like two seconds of like, we also have a Emojin. Emojin scientist. It's your face, but it's been dubbed over. Like into worse Emojin? Into like even worse Emojin. I bet. I was going to say, I bet that's Ron Burgundy's fault, but I can't remember what his name is in this game. Donnie Vermillion. Yes. Uh, yes, you know, you were deemed not foreign sounding enough, it seems. So they don't, they just cross it over with like music and is like, Emojin says something that they wanted. Well, like they actually dubbed over the voice. Oh. <laughs> so huh. I sound like my uncle. Very much so, yes. He's got that thick, deep country Emojin accent. Uh, you know, whereas you're a little more modern. You've lived in Dominion for a while. You drink sweet tea. Uh, yeah, so she flips through that. Now, what was, you were helping out with this. Now, I can't imagine that you two would just go help with this and leave. No, that the Dominion would, you know, take kindly to you bringing a Zerg along. How did you get rid of your your Zerg pal then? Aye, how did you? When did you? Wait, which one? Spiky? Well, surely you didn't go with Hydralis on a Dominion mission. I don't imagine they'd take kindly to that. Oh, he was in the train station. He was the, what was the thing called? The Hunter Killer. He was the Hunter Killer. Your Hydralis friend is not just a Hydralis, he's a Hunter Killer. He is now. It's like a basically a hydralisk assassin. Yup. Whew. Keep strange allies, gotta say. <laughs> Lily's like, yes, I handed over a shape-shifting spy to an assassin. What could go wrong? She pours some more sweet tea. She's gotta calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Snowball learned anything important when he was with us. I guess how do you know that? Because we didn't do anything important. Fair enough. So you just went to Tarsonis, did this thing for the Dominion... Topped off your snowball. Yeah, I didn't know Spiky was there when we what? got there. Was there anything left on planet? Or is it all one big Zerg hive? Yeah, we came back with something. Oh, what you got? I got... Is there like a slang term for the adjutants? Oh, there definitely would be. Toaster? Smart toaster? Uh, smart toaster? Yeah, just toaster, maybe. Yeah, toaster is fine. Because they had kind of a, a sleek metallic look, like old school toasters. Like chrome. Yeah. Yeah, I I came back with a toaster. She looks at you for a second and you're like, oh, oh, you mean you got an adjutant? Yeah, and it's encrypted. And I'd like to get the information off of it. What, uh, is this Confederate encryption? What, what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a cool check, please. I don't even know what the kind of encryption it would be. I guess it would be a confederate, because I was confederate when I did it, right? Uh, there's a possibility. It's a, a red and a purple. You had made a roll last time, so you know that it's, like, your own... Like, Encry okay, okay. So we'll just see it, like... Because I'm just like, I guess you could call it confederate. <laughs> All right. A triumph, a failure, and two threats. So you're just like, yeah. She just, like, looks at you, like, nah. Now, what is on this thing? Like, she's like, starts listing off different schemes. Like, well, is it this kind of thing, this kind of thing? And like, one of them like triggers your memory. Okay. And you're like, yes, it's that kind of thing. Uh, you can give a ridiculous name to what like form of encryption uh, Lily would have used. Yeah, it's a Smirnoff algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. That gives us a place to start. I mean, you think it's going to go down easy, but it doesn't. <laughs> Perfect. The Smirnoff algorithm, how you've... Uh, You've encrypted it. But it was a failure, so don't keep my cool. So maybe I say I used the Smirnoff algorithm. Now wait, you, oh, 
you forgot your your key. Well, what'd you put on there? I don't remember. Just let me make sure I understand here. Maybe Lily just kind of shrugs instead of even says anything. Because now we're getting perilously close to the resocialization thing. Yeah, and Lee June does not know that you've been resocialized, correct? She doesn't. So she's like trying to piece it together. Now, you got yourself a toaster onto which you put something that you have encrypted, you recall, but you do not have this key. And you got this on Tarsonis. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Now, this belies another question of why do you have an adjutant on Tarsonis? Okay. Lily's gonna... Oh, she's gonna have to show... You know what? Who's Lee gonna tell? I guess we'll <laughs> see how this goes. Telling a hermit is relatively safe. You know, Lily likes Lee. She's gonna show and, her the tattoos. And Lee already knew about the Cerberus compound that we did stuff at. That so, is true. Yeah. This is a so, issue. I'm gonna show her the tattoos. She'll see all of them because they're all right there. Pointing to the Confederate one. Not gonna look her in the eye. Yeah, you, you like to look away. I'm gonna say, yeah, so I turn. I like, I think every time I show somebody a tattoo, I probably, the tattoos, I probably turn away. And I say, I don't remember. Yeah, she has to make a roll because she doesn't interact with military people as much anymore. Oh my gosh. It's even worse if she doesn't recognize what it means. <laughs> yeah, she looks at it. Oh, all right. So, Confederacy did some things to you. You think you put something on this adjutant a while ago, I guess, that maybe you, lack of polite term, don't remember anymore. That is a bit of a pickle. She recognized the Cerberus one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's got three of them on. I, I'm assuming she only has three of them on there. Uh, yes, there's only three that you know of. A Confederate uh, Cerberus and a Dominion. Okay. Now, do you have any clues about what you used to do before they did this to you? Okay, so now Lex is trying to remember... So you do have a blue die because of like when you made your checks before and you sort of remembered stuff about the adjutant. That was what you got out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right now she's just asking like, what do you remember? Yeah. The, oh, like this... about her job and stuff then? Yeah. Yeah. But the Cerebrus facility was during that time, wasn't it? Or am I? Yes. You're pretty sure you, you loaded up this adjutant at the end of your Cerberus career, you think? Okay. I know there's data from Hydralisk testing. Oh, y'all got some Cerberus tech on there. From that time. Well, that's mighty interesting. And you're trying to get into this. Yeah, and I'm looking for help. Well, in that case, why don't you make that there negotiation check? <laughs> what is it against? I don't think she has particularly strong negotiates. Well, I don't either, so... <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say, like... A red and a purple. She doesn't strike me as a presence-based person, but she was a leader at one point. I will give you a a blue, though, because she, she's clearly interested. I don't know if Imogen is chiming in. That kind of depends on Lily. Like, this is a very sore area for Lily. And that is true. Imogen generally doesn't poke at it. So maybe I should take a black die because Lily is a little desperate. Or she'll pretty much give her what she wants. Uh, yeah, if you're desperate, yeah, you're, you're in a worse negotiating position. I think take a black die. She doesn't really have a lot of other options, and she knows Lee June won't tell anybody. Yeah, I think you want her to work on it, she wants to work on it. Like, she's going to work on it, but it's a matter of what you're going to give up. Yeah. One success and two advantages. Okay, I will lay this out. She's legitimately interested in it, like, from a scientific perspective of, like, how hard is it to break into an adjutant? She's very interested in, like, looking at that data, but... Given, like, how nervous you are about this, 
she doesn't like press that like I really want to receive I want a copy of the data or anything. Right. You have the advantages, so she's not going to press for. Okay. But well, if you want to give it to her. Yeah, I will. If she seems interested in it at all, then I think that would be more than fair for that. Lily's secret is the resocialization, not really the. I mean, if you know about that, then you know. Yeah. She doesn't know what secrets are on there, but can it be worse? Probably, but she's reckless and she <laughs> likes Lee June, so she's willing to share the data. Okay, so it's a very, like, agreeable kind of, you're both, I think, very, like, well, I don't want to make you do, like, well, if you'd be willing to, this kind of thing. She's like, well, I don't want to overcharge you, but you're both being very, very friendly. Yeah. And maybe to Imogen, it's even frustrating. Like, well, I understand we're all friends, but like, man, we could have negotiated this. <laughs> I decide, could have squeezed so much here. Yeah. Or, like, it's a good thing we're all friends, because otherwise we would be yeah. squeezing each other. So, yeah, she is willing to help, and if you want to, we can try cracking that open tonight, if you like. We can use my lab, see what we got. Does have yeah. your own adjutant help at all? Lee June has an adjutant? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. The first time we saw her command center, it, like, turned around and greeted her. Uh, you know what? You're going to get a blue dye from her extra resources. Okay. She spent all this time really focused on security, so uh, she's been honing her uh, hacker skills. This is true. Or I guess she's been honing her sysop skills. Yes. Okay, so you're still going to make the roll, Lily, but you are working together. You have a rank in computers, correct? Uh, yeah, I have three ranks in computers. Okay, you get to use Lee June's intelligence of three. Okay. Uh, steal three yellows from that. Plus, you had a blue die that was carried forward from earlier futzing around with this adjutant. Uh-huh. Plus a blue dye from Lee June's excellent lab equipment and her adjutant. Plus, I will give you another upgrade, which will become a green dye, because you know the explicit Smirnoff algorithm. Okay. And then we get a um, montage. And then if you want, you there's two story points. Oh, I, I wasn't trying to press for, for that. That's up to you. I know this is important. Um, what's the difficulty on it? Oh, that's important. Yes. The difficulty is three purples and two blacks. Because you put some serious encryption on this. Yeah. Where did I leave my keys? Yeah, yeah I'm going to start off with a bang, flashback. Bam! I'm reckless, what do you want? Yeah, no, that's perfect. <laughs> I think this is actually, it's a flash to Lily is in uniform, but you're stuck in like some classroom. Okay. Uh, with a bunch of other, mostly uniformed people. There's some super old, old guy up at the front trying to explain, now you see the Smirnoff algorithm, and like, you're not really paying attention that much. And uh, the old guy turns around like, yo, Colonel Washington, you need to pay attention. What is alpha? And you look at the screen, you look at the, yeah, it is like a screen because it's super high tech stuff. Uh, And like, there's weird uh, equations float around your brain for a little bit. And it's just a few seconds later, and you're like, uh, you rattle off some scientific gibberish about like what exactly alpha is. Seven. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and the professor, like, looks at you, like, no, you see, and he stares at it for a second. Wait, I, you might be, and then it's <laughs> fade back to reality. You, you may have discovered a weakness in this algorithm that only you know about. It would be really funny if my IQ is just supposed to be higher, but we just kind of resocked it down. <laughs> All right, well, let's see if that's enough for me to remember. So that gives you two upgrades, so I think you should have four yellows, a green, and two blues. Yeah, so let's hope I can make that work. Seven successes and three threats. Pretty much like what you would expect, I guess. Yeah, your adjutant's going to be fried after this. Okay. Uh, You're not going to be able to store anything else on this. We can break it down for parts. Yeah, and it's going to take you time to like go through all this data, but you do have it. 
Okay. It's just like, it's literal like, oh, we have this giant file and we need to decompress it now. So we'll literally just take time. You'll get bits and pieces over the next, when I figure out what it's exactly on the edge. Right. And then we can have a copy for, Lee June will have a copy so she can be, like, there may be stuff that she's pouring through it before I even know. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't find out some nefarious secret about me that I don't know about. Yeah, I think part of the problem is, like, you go into, like, the file directory structure and, it, like, it's not well organized. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, big read me to, like, what is going on here. There's just, like, project, backup, day three, whatever. It's, so it's just, it takes a long time to figure out what that data is. Misc. Yeah, and like whatever dot old, whatever dot old dot do not delete. Yeah. You don't, you, we're the person who used version control, apparently. And copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably just look at Lee June and kind of shrug. She's like, look, you gotta have a system that works for you. Maybe it made sense at the time. Or, uh, maybe there's some method to the madness here. Uh, if you pick like a random file, so like you pull up a, a lab report on uh, like a hydralis dissection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes into like, oh, the carapace is exactly this thick. It's able to rapidly produce these, like, spines that are highly acidic, super sharp, can be fired at hypersonic speeds, and you've got, like, a danger rating high kind of thing. Uh, You manage to find a a couple of these. You find one other reference to, like, a lot of the uh, neurology behind it. Like, there seems to be some gland we don't understand, but if we just, uh, you know, attach to it, uh, we send certain radio waves in, we might be able to directly control the creature's behavior. See experiment 46, which you have no idea. It, there's no, it's like, where's that? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. So I will say that narratively, we'll like, things will dribble out over time. Okay. Mechanically, this is like a giant data store of Zerg research. So if you have direct access to it, and it's a big file, so it can only live on like your ship. Right. Or a lab like Lee June's, you will get a boost to any like knowledge Zerg checks. Okay. So Saffron just gained plus one blue die for knowledge zerg checks. Correct. Okay. Then I will load it up. May I ask you about what Imogen gets to do during this time? What would Imogen like to do during this time? So Imogen does not help with computery things so much. I mean, she helps by staying out of the way. Exactly. And uh, Legion had a variety of like zerg research stuff that she has acquired over time. That is correct. Would she be willing to let me look through her research bank stuff? She asked you, uh, now, were you planning to use one of the terminals over here? Or I got various heads and jars you might be more interested in. Can't I just ask your tollster questions? Uh, I would like a charm or negotiate. Like, she wants to be using that while they're trying to decrypt. Like, that's oh, her, okay. That's her, like, assistant AI kind of thing. The way you were asking a question, I thought she was afraid I was going to break her computer. Oh, uh, she was also, yes, afraid of that. If there was, like, physical notebooks of information, that's totally fine with Imogen. I would say there are not so many notebooks, but there are, like, pieces of Zerg in jars. There's Zerg skeletons of various things. There's carapace. There are physical samples. I don't want to conduct research myself. I want right. to look at stuff that was already compiled. I think you will need a charm check to convince her you will not break the computer or get in the way while they're they're working then. And then am I going to have to make a computer's check? No, I will not make you make a computer's check. Okay. Because it's not actually that dangerous. <laughs> I don't know. I've <laughs> broken systems before. I mean, if you roll a despair. So first you're doing charm. I don't know. I feel like I often negotiate with her, but if you want me to start with charm, that's fine. No, negotiate's fine. 
you know, I think negotiate because I feel like this flows out of the conversation that Lily and we do are having in which like nobody's trying to squeeze the other for something. And Imogen is like, we can get something out of this. <laughs> we can get failure out of this failure that has an advantage and a triumph. Advantage and a triumph. Okay. Is there something specific you're trying to learn? Imogen is interested in anything that relates to the organic technology of the Zerg. Okay. Okay. Of that radio. Yeah. So you're trying to do this. At, I think Lee June just says like, I think we're going to need every computer resource we have here to crack this, this Smirnoff cipher. You're interested in Zerg machine interfaces. Yes. The snowball thing, that was a human Zerg interface. I'm interested with the Zerg Zerg interfaces. Right. I think what it is, is that one of the first files they crack open ah. is on something like that. Because this is something Cerberus has done. Okay. Uh, so, like, they managed to find that file and, like, Lee June flings it over to you. Hit in the side of the head by a floppy disk. Ah. Yes. So she's able to give you a file on that, that if you wish to... Were you going to futz around with your device uh, then? I will not futz around with the device where Lee June can see me, but I would, like, study the file and, like, take notes in a little notebook. And then I would go back to Saffron. I mean, she gives you the, the file. Oh, okay. Like, she has a copy of it. That's not a problem. You can have that. Okay. Then I'd go back to Saffron. Because, like, Cerberus, they were powering Snowball's thing with an actual Terran battery. Correct. I mean, that was Terran technology grafted onto the Zerg. You have something slightly different. Right, right. Which is why I'm looking for more information to help me find a better solution for how to power this thing. Right. You had acquired some generic Zerg components, is that right? I had, but I think that they were all used up in the last attempt. Yeah, you were able to get a send through, but not properly receive. Yeah. So we still have a drone catalyst, but I didn't want to use that. Okay. So would you say you're just going to try to like study it, or you're going to try to like do something right now? Probably you just have to go by the turrets, and there's probably everything you could that, ever... That is what I wanted to bring up. Okay. There's like the regular 6 a.m. Zerg attack. Are there Zerg bodies just outside the wall? Like, I'm courageous. Give me a perception check. Uh, just two purples. But I don't have my lily goggles. You do not have lily goggles at all. Two threats. Success. Triumph. You, like, are looking around outside, and you're like, oh, there's the perfect piece. It's like, there was a, it must have been a zergling that, like, just died an hour ago. Like, the heart might still be particularly fresh or whatever. Uh, you run out there, excited. You got just the piece you want. And, like, as you go to, like, you can't haul the whole thing. It's kind of too heavy to, like, haul around, so... You take your knife that Lily gave you, like, go to, like, start cutting it out, and, like, you hear this growl behind you as, I would like a vigilance check of two purples. This is the threats? Uh-huh. I hope it's just a lie out. One success and two advantages. Uh, no, you see in time the, another Zergling ah! is right there. You think I'm Lily or something? Running off into the wilderness and having my own private scene with a Zerg encounter? It goes to leap right at you, but of course... Your range of the turrets, it gets shredded. I'm glad the turrets decided not to shoot me. Lee June's pretty good at her uh, friend or foe identification. Oh, well, we're we're friends. That's that's good. Yeah, but you get, like, coated in, like, Zerg guts and blood. And so, like, you take two strain because it is disgusting and, like, your heart is pounding. Remember when we used to be worried about Zerg infection? (laughs) But since that Zerg told you, it's not a problem. (laughs) No worries at all. Gwen Zerg told us it's fine. He could talk, so it must be okay. 
I will drag my two Zerglings back inside now. Okay, you start dragging. Give me another Vigilance check of uh, two purples. Failure with four advantages. Okay, if you are blissfully ignorant, you can recover some strain, or, like, you've got two sets of really nice body parts to drag these carcasses into the... I'll take two sets of very nice body parts. All right, then. Of a just freshly killed Zergling. Two units of Zerg. Yep. Uh, but no more creep. And I will go take a shower. It's probably a good idea. Hey, what's this in the fridge? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> you didn't know that Imogen uh, brought back dinner. Yeah. So she went to Jerry Ray's. <laughs> the creep sauce looks very authentic now. Yeah, super good. <laughs> Spicy. Uh, is that the end of that day? It's probably getting pretty late by this point. Lee and I are bonding over both being previous Confederates. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, the Confederacy was a, a piece of work they were. Just glad that's all behind us. Not that Dominion is much better, but bit of progress. Got a chance, I suppose. Oh, were you two uh, helping Jimmy out with his uh, liberation tomorrow? Yep. <laughs> like, it's just marked on a calendar. Liberation Day. A day that hasn't happened yet. Yep. Hey, Lee June knows about it for whatever reason. You? Oh, no. Jim and I don't really, we don't interact directly much anymore. I do wish him well, but he's uh, stirring up hornet's nest of trouble. Not sure it's going to be best for the people here in this world. We'll find out, I suppose. We don't think? Well, you liberate this planet, Dominion's not going to take too kindly to that. They might bring their forces, you know, freshly retreated from uh, Tarasonis, pick on a little easier target. That's all I worry about. Hmm. Too many Dominions sniff around here, well that's trouble for me too. Yeah. So if you can keep the Dominion from caring or noticing, might be uh, better long term. But I'm not on the field. Like I said, I, I wish him well. I wish you safe. Uh, one other ridiculous question for you, Lily. What did your password end up being to this adjutant? Oh, geez. So it has to be something Confederate. Confederate, Cerberus, Zerg, or just something unique to Lily. Let me think about what Lily likes. Vulture bikes. She does like vulture bikes. But I think maybe it's going to be the make and model of like a power armor suit. Okay. Yeah. She's kind of just like a machinery aficionado, I think. So. Like, you two recover the password, and like Lee June looks at it like, it's a pretty good randomly chosen password there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a 360 model N46957311. Yeah. When you verbalize it, she's like, that's a power armor model serial number? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I hope I don't... I didn't write that down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you have the, the password to that. Uh, I think you two probably stay up a little bit later because you are you want to see what the first file is, but you see how disorganized it is. You, we got it. We made it. Yeah, it's a little overwhelming to see my own mess. It is. It is. Uh, it'll take you a while to organize things, but you have your copy and you put it on Saffron. Okay. Just as Imogen is finishing up in the shower. Yeah, I mean, I could use a little rest because I did come out... To Lee June. That always wears Lily down a little, I think. That's true. That alone is very stressful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the bathroom uh, kind of smells like Zerg. Lily goes, hmm. <laughs> Gets a beer. Cool. We flash forward to the next day. And Imogen, were you going to try to do things through radio that day? Your things with Jimmy don't start till nightfall. We don't meet their forces at all? Or, like, their attack starts at nightfall? The attack starts at nightfall. Okay, then Imogen does need to do stuff with Egon. There's power armor suits that need fixing and stuff. Okay, so you call up Jimmy. Yeah. This is Jimmy. You hear, like, metal clanging. Oh, hell. Where's Rory? 
Rory's not around, but I am. Ah, Imogen! Good evening again. You're going to be able to help us out? We've finished our chores, so if there's some place you need us. Yeah, that'd be right, right helpful. He gives you some coordinates. Meet us around there. Make sure you're not followed, if you don't mind. Is there space to land there? There's space to land. There's not landing space. All right. So, do be careful. I'm sure Willie can handle it. <laughs> uh, did you two have any last things to do, share with Lee June? I think we're all done. We don't have any Zerg samples to try to sell her. Uh, she does ask, as you're talking about getting ready to go, did you two manage to come across any uh, Protoss samples? I was fixing to get my hands on some. I wasn't sure if you'd run across any, though. Oh, thank you. That reminds me. There was something else I wanted to talk with you about. Oh, what's that? There's a space station that was overrun by Teldarim. Space station? Called, like, Avalanche or Snowfall or crap. What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to tell you the station? Yes, please. Iceberg Station. Iceberg. Okay. Yes, you were very close. I, I'm impressed <laughs> that, like, you were in the theme. Was it Frostbite Station? No. <laughs> Iceberg Station. Iceberg Station. Do you have anything about it in your files? Let's see what I can pull up here. It's a little bit esoteric. She does have a couple things. She's like, yeah, just be an old, looks like it was an old Kelmorian asteroid mining uh, refueling bay. That was years ago. Saying it got taken over by Protoss. That's by Taldarim even. That's newer information than I have. And what were you fixing to do there? Uh, liberate slaves. That's where we started, so... Now, with the pirates keeping slaves, these Taldarim are enslaving people, I'm, I don't really follow. My information's not up to date. What pirates? What information I have here uh, says that it was uh, most recently being held by a group of pirates. Jackson's folks or some other group? No, they don't have, I don't have an affiliation that I know. But no, that station is definitely run by pirates and their types. Ah. Black market trading center. Maybe those are the folks that are now enslaved by the Taldarim. Could be. The information I have is that Taldarim took it over and they're using turn forced labor there. To do what? I don't know that. Not like you can mine anything on the station itself. They're just serving them. But didn't you say it was built into some asteroid? Uh, it's a asteroid refueling station. It itself is not built to an asteroid. But there's asteroid fields in the region. Asteroids need fuel? No, but if you're mining an asteroid, you need fuel. This is just a convenient depot to put all your fuel. You can't pick up a little bit of fuel, go mine some asteroids, come back. Maybe it was useful for position. Maybe they're using it for storage since it is set up as a depot. I don't know that could be. Don't know what they're fixing to do there, but do you have any of the schematics for the place? I don't have schematics, unfortunately. I can only tell you that it's looks like it's a mid-sized... Uh, station would had a couple hundred people at max. Who knows how many when the pirate's in charge. Was there like specific details you were looking to find out? I don't know anything about how space stations are other than the one that like we've been to a, an assault platform and then we've been to an Emojin immigration site. So anything at all that could let us know like if there's a way we could sneakily approach like. Okay. Okay. Are there multiple docking options? Like, right. She does mention that because it was recently a pirate station, there are almost certainly multiple docking areas. But in what condition they're going to be in, particularly if it was recently taken over, she's not going to be able to vouch for. 
like, is this the sort of thing that you just like fly your ship up to and like some sort of accordion attaches you or like you fly into a bay or? Probably you fly into a bay. It'll have gravity, it'll have air and all that other fun stuff. But it would have only been manned by a few dozen turns. Uh, well, just, it depends what the pirates are doing. Like, certainly a few dozen people might be able to keep a section of it going. There might be parts of the station that are totally derelict. Okay. Because even just the scope of the facility was something we didn't really know. That's true, yeah. Some of these stations, you might cram hundreds and hundreds of people on. I don't know if it was that kind of station. Most pirate stations aren't. Pirate ships tend to be crammed. Stations, not so much. So, yeah, you're probably looking at a few dozen, maybe a hundred people. Plus your Protoss fellas. And what is the nature of her interest in Protoss stuff? She's interested in their technology. Okay. Did she tell us that before? I think so. She has told us that in the past. Okay. Selendis is interested in a very specific type of Protoss technology. Stuff she doesn't want the Taldarim to have. Yes. Selendis is interested in MacGuffin. Right. Right at the top of my character sheet, it says Lee June is looking for Protoss equipment and tech. <laughs> I'm like, wait, where's this? It's like the very top. And then Selendis wants Dragoon Shell Crystal Control Matrix. Yes. So I'll tell Lee June, like, we're going there and we have, like, other things we're working on. But that's our best lead right now for, like, matching some interesting Protoss things. That would certainly be interesting. I don't have much talent to ring here. here. They do a lot of, uh... Politely say reverse engineering, not a technology, but really, you know, stealing. My information is they steal from other Protoss as much as they do from anyone. Yeah, it sounds about right. Now, you don't mind me asking how you two figure in you're going to sneak onto or take over a whole uh, space station filled with Tauterine warriors. Well, that was partly why I was asking if you knew anything about the station to help us work out a plan. But we have, um, we have a source that has more information than we do that we'll be meeting up with in a few days time after this whole Jimmy thing is done. Willing to share that source with me? Hmm. That source doesn't take calls from strangers. Well, that sounds like a smart source. I'm even more interested. Last time we tried to exchange such information about a source, it didn't work out well. That is true. For either of us. Trying to be more careful. I would like uh, some sort of social check to negotiate your way out of this. Yeah. I don't want this to be like memeing all over again. Yeah. Like, are you, like, politely saying, like, nah, he's... This might be, like, a streetwise thing. Like, this is about okay, yeah, yeah. sources and stuff. Oh, I think that's good. I'll, you know, suggest the skill that I'm worse at. That's fine. I'm gonna say this is three purples. I have a failure, but I have two advantages. She asked that you, like, you, you'd go through the effort, like, you ask him if he'd be willing to share some information with her. This is someone who's got, like, ends with Protoss information, clearly. So she's interested. I can ask, but I know what he'll say. Well, you just gotta ask the right way. You're very convincing when you want to be, Imogen. I know you are. <laughs> Imogen laughs and says, maybe I'll have Lily get him drunk first. <laughs> do what you gotta do. And what exactly should I ask him on your behalf? If he's willing to share research with another person who's interested in such artifacts, or who might be willing to pay for their, uh, for their delivery. I'll, I'll do my best. And Imogen is thinking, well... If he wants more beer, this is a way to get some Dominion credits that can turn into beer. And, like, you know he has some ability to project a false image. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, Imogen's thinking, I ask him these things, he's just gonna go on and on about how beneath him everything is, and why should he condescend to have his superior, even inferior Protoss technology is superior to Darren's, and blah 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 blah, and I'm so great. Yeah, that's pretty much Malorn. <laughs> but if I frame it in terms of this can get you some of those Dominion credits, 
for like something you already don't care about, you know, these technologies of, you know. No, no, no. You need to get rid of this stupid technology. Yes. Insult this other person by taking it from them and giving it to a Terran. How terrible is that? Exactly. He's shown in the past twice now. He has taken Protoss technology that he deemed some Protoss unworthy of and has given them to Terrans. So three times the charm. Perfect. Just gotta know how to how to play your mark. Okay. Uh, so I think that takes you a little bit of time. It's probably mid-morning by then. And the adjutant is fried. Your old adjutant is fried. It is scrap metal now. Is there anything we can salvage from the parts? Anything that Imogen would like or anything that Lee Jun would like? I would like the body of it. To mount the head on your wall? Yeah. No. Lee Jun could make use with some of the electronics. Those are useful to keep her adjutant up and running. Then I'll let her do that, but I want to take the body of it and I'd like to rig it up and want to put the purple hat on it and the silly outfit. A mannequin? Yeah. So Lily wants to put it in her room with the silly outfit on it, basically. Perfect. Remind her of the Tarsona station. You've got this adjutant with a purple hat, ridiculous fuzzy coat. It's, you know, it's all the stuff she acquired there. It's true. Yeah, okay. I think I've started to realize why she's always trying to get swag and stuff. I think she likes to be reminded. So you really need mementos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in case. For you. They're for memory purposes. In case you get re-socialized again. Cool. I mean, that's what we did for Frank. Gave him a bunch of like physical things for him to prompt himself with. And I'm sure this adjutant definitely doesn't look like at first glance just a person dressed <laughs> in a silly outfit hanging out in my room. I mean, you're going to be like kind of drunk one night, go back to your room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spooky adjutant. Okay, perfect. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators. Set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.